Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, into the inaugural episode of the brand new podcast, Phoenix Con Men. I am your co-host, Nick Crafter, alongside me, uh, Josh Dick. That is, yes. Can you believe it? Anybody that's longtime listeners of both of us, I mean, we're both in the same room. In the same room. Same city beyond that, but same room even. It's just insane that we finally are able to work on a project together. And this. we found a project that is close to both of us, <laughs> things that we are both working on. Don't laugh. No, I, we'll, we'll tell the story about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so... Once again, Phoenix Con Men, it's going to be a huge hit. If you live anywhere in the Southwest or even beyond and you are at all concerned about with the con scene here in Phoenix, Arizona, beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, lovely Phoenix, it's, the weather's been really nice lately. Yes, it has. It's been a little bit on the chilly side for this time of year, believe it or not. So just a little back, bit of background. I'm originally from Virginia, been here for about two and a half years now. I'm originally from St. Louis, been here for about two and a half weeks now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little longer than that but not by much yeah so it's a little bit chilly now than it has been the past couple of years at least in my experience here so yeah it's it's still nice though 50 60 degrees still shorts weather to me at least yeah absolutely uh, other people around wearing sweaters hey i had to dress up i had a meeting with <laughs> i had a meeting with an upper up at the company today gotcha 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 yeah, so uh, we've had individual podcasts before. Let's give a shout-out to uh, the World Famous Video Game Show with uh, my great friend Rich Bergen. If you care at all about video games, it's definitely a podcast worth checking out. How many years? 11 now? 11 around, yeah. going on 12. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of episodes. Coming Ooh. up on 500. Long-standing podcast, and he's been working with, the, uh, with some of the guys from Game Trader 2 in St. Louis and still putting on a fantastic product, so definitely check them out. You and I haven't been playing much along the lines of video games recently. No, but we've had to get involved with something Yes, to I mean, occupy our time. We have to keep up our nerd credentials, and what better way to do it than to work with the fine folks at the Phoenix Comic-Con scene? Yes, now all under the uh, Square Egg Entertainment brand. Yeah, it was one of the things when I moved here, I, I had to get involved with something. Yeah. First time away from home, being on my own. Came out here for a job. I'm like, Ugh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Started looking around online. I'm like, Phoenix Comic Con. Hmm. Oh, they, they're looking for volunteers. And it just happens to start up in that January, blah, 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 in 2013. Been involved ever since. Uh, going on two years now. This is my fourth event coming up with them. Uh, it's just been tremendous so far. So, yeah. Uh, it's been a great scene, and one of the things that I wanted to do when Nick moved down here was to make sure that he got involved in something. I'm like, hey, man, you know I talk about this a lot. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The words I'm moving to Arizona weren't even completely out of my mouth. Before you're like, so you doing Comic-Con? Yeah, hey, we need help. We need good volunteers. Are you interested? Which we will talk about after the show as well. Yeah. So if you're interested in volunteering at the Phoenix Comic-Con, uh, make sure to stick around to the very end. Yes, we will give more details on that. So yeah, we're both part of the Comic-Con scene now. We both uh, love media. We love geek culture. And I thought to myself, why don't we share this love with other people in the area and maybe do our part to get other people excited for something that we're already excited about? Yeah, I mean, you can look at social media all day. You can look at the website all day. 
there might be some YouTube clips and stuff like that. But what we do best is just talking in audio format. There's no video to this. This is just the audio format. I think we're filling that gap. Lord knows some of you have long commutes to work. I have heard <laughs> about the distances. Raising my hand in the room here. That some people drive to get to their jobs here in the Maricopa County area, uh, along with other places. And, you know, what if, you know, once every couple weeks you could fill your drive uh, with us telling you the latest information, detailing uh, the latest people that have been confirmed to be coming to Comic-Con. I, I thought that was a great idea, and that's something that I'm looking forward to do. So in the future, right now, for FanFest, we're going to dump it on you because yes. FanFest <laughs> happens in five days. Yeah, it's just a few days this week, and unfortunately, this is the only time we could get together to do it. The idea came, like, uh, 10 days ago at best? Sure. Yeah, at best. So we're just throwing it all together, plus Thanksgiving was in a way, so we're just now getting it out. It'll be a few days worth of downloads, but at least it's our pilot episode to try to get a format in place. Yeah. As after the new year, we'll start a new round uh, leading up to uh, the Phoenix, the actual big show, Phoenix Comic Con, which happens in May? No, nah, June. June? June 2nd through 5th. Oh, already got the dates down. Yeah. Whereas the Fan Fest is happening December 4th and 6th. So uh, today what we're going to do is we're going to highlight some of the media guests that are going to be there. I would love to talk about all the comic guests that are going to be there, but we literally do not have time to go through all that. No, it's uh, a lot. So we're going to hit some of the big heavy hitters, uh, talk a little bit about them. But in the future, what I'm hoping for is we have like one or two or three people to talk about each show. Yes. And we can actually talk about their background and what they're known for and give our thoughts about them. So my idea is if you are a dedicated listener to our show, by the time the regular Comic-Con comes around, you are going to look at that schedule and know everybody. Yes. And you are going to be interested in them and be like, oh, I know of this person and what they've done. I kind of want to see their panel now instead of going... You know, who, who the hell is Morgan Shepard and why should I care? Yeah. And just a quick disclaimer for any of our volunteers, any of our directors and managers that might be listening with the Comic-Con, we're following the uh, volunteer agreement that we abide to, <laughs> meaning that anything we learn in the meetings that hasn't been released yet, any sort of confidential information will not be released on the show. Of course not. Unless you want us to. And we'll be in direct contact with you guys if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm going to use any sort of uh, communication uh, benefits that I have with those people to make that happen, but who knows? Grease the wheel, sir. That's right. So who do we want to talk about first? Uh, do you want to just kind of go across the list on the on the site? Yeah, we can look at the site. I mean, everybody can look at the site, phoenixcomiccon.com. That is uh, comiccon, that's C-O-M-I-C-O-N.com, not comiccon. Our director makes it clear that we do that. Hey, I <laughs> I got some bounce backs on emails because I did not realize that distinction. Now you know. And now I know. Uh, before we talk about them, let's talk about uh, the tragicness that is the people that were unfortunately unable to attend and have been postponed, uh, including the beautiful Eve Miles. Uh, yeah, I mean, our, our, our friend from a video game show, Rich Bergen, wanted me to get her autograph specifically for from this event and she had to reschedule unfortunately yeah but uh you might know her from torchwood if you kept up with uh captain jack harkness in that show and graham mctavish unfortunately also had to postpone uh probably most notably known for his recent appearance as uh one of the dwarven parties in the hobbit series yeah 
And both of them, uh, it seems like they're going to be confirmed for Phoenix Comic Con 2016. So that's good. We already have two guest announcements for that event. Which means that starting in January, we've already got two people to talk yeah, about. Yes, so we will go more in depth in, uh, with those two guests. Yeah. And then we got, uh, we can just start with the big one. Karen Gilligan. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Karen Gillen. Gillen. <laughs> Gilligan. Did I say Gilligan? You did. I'm sorry. I, I got, yeah. How many minutes are we in? Uh, two. <laughs> nice. Can't help it if I'm dyslexic. <laughs> uh, yes. Kill me. Anyways, one of the best known uh, for her uh, part in, um, uh, I know her best from. Doctor Who. Uh, okay okay well, i know her best from doctor you who. know her best from doctor who i know her best from uh, guardians of the galaxy sure that's what i know her best from now i'm gonna have to turn in my geek card here because i haven't done anything with doctor who yet like at all at all like classic doctor who none none whatsoever none. zero now you are also the person that just handed me a button with the rebel alliance and was like check uh, out this bsg button uh, shut check out this up. bsg button yeah, yeah that's uh <laughs> 30 seconds apart that <laughs> <laughs> by the by, full disclosure, let's just tell them up front. We don't read comics. No, we don't read comics. We are not comic people, but I am willing to get into the scene as we learn about the artists to talk about it. Even in the pop culture. I mean, I, I just admit it that I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan. I, I can't be a fan if I haven't really watched any of it. So there's going to be topics and guests that we are kind of iffy about. We know of them in some way. But most people know, like, Karen Gillan. Sure. From <laughs> Excellent job. <laughs> from uh, from Doctor Who. Well, I know her best from Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what I know her from. But, you know, she will be there, and uh, she's going to have a nice panel on uh, a spotlight panel on Sunday and plenty of opportunities on Saturday and Sunday uh, for uh, photo ops and autographs if you want to check her out. Yeah. And a lot of people probably are because if I look at the stats for the uh, photo ops – a lot of them have already been sold. Yeah. So we're going to have big people like that. We're going to have big people to talk about, like Mr. Kevin Sorbo himself. <laughs> Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, okay, that's Hercules. Um, who are the other uh, people that you would know as one role? Denise Crosby. Denise is, Crosby. Is Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar, but I know her recently from um, this past season's uh, Walking Dead. She just happened to be one of the villains, the main villain at Terminus with all the uh, cannibals. God, still haven't watched Tw Walking Dead yet. Uh, see, there you go. Yeah, everyone's Things like that. Everyone's got their blind spots, man. Yeah, she was a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> she was a cannibal, and unfortunately, they didn't spend a lot of time in Terminus. That really disappointed me. Now, I do watch Walking Dead, you can tell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was uh, one of the main villains. She was the head of Terminus, inviting people to say, hey, join our community, but we're probably going to eat you. Or at least part of you. Just saying. Yeah. And it was pretty graphic and pretty pretty gross. But yes, she was probably best known as Tasha Yar from Star Trek. Not really one of the most popular Star Trek <laughs> characters out there. But when she came back as Tasha Yar's da uh, daughter, um, the, the Romulan in so, oh Sela, I believe. Something like that. That was actually a good character. Yeah. She played that role pretty well. I think she played it twice in the series. And uh, I actually just watched it here recently, believe it or not. And uh, that's when I appreciated her more. Now, could they have developed her character a little bit more and <clears throat> as Tasha Yard, the uh, security officer? Maybe. It wasn't that greatly developed. But why? But she's going to be there. If you're still interested, you know, 
plenty of opportunities. You'll have a spotlight on Sunday and plenty of opportunities for photo ops and autographs. I would love to talk about the programming, but the list is insanely extensive. You can yes. go to phoenixcomiccon.com and click on the programming tab to get all the programming day by day. It starts early in the morning on Friday. If you want to see Dirk Benedict, Starbuck himself in the original BSG, his panel is at 1030 a.m. on Friday. So uh, play hooky from work, call in sick, whatever you need to do. Head down to the uh, University of Phoenix Stadium in beautiful Glendale, Arizona. Get your tickets at the door. You can buy tickets at the door. You don't have to buy them online. Yes, you buy them at the door. Um, Let's see. What are they going for right now? I have that tab somewhere. Memberships. Scalpers pull down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, full event tickets, at least right now, uh, if you get them online, is 30 bucks. That covers Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If you want to attend Friday, it is $10. If you want to attend just Saturday, it's $20. Uh, attend Sunday, it's 15 And uh, all your kids, uh, 3 to 12 years old, 5 bucks, And anyone under 2 is free of charge. Now, everything gets bumped up by $5 on site. Okay, but so, still, I mean, that's, that's... It's still cheap. I mean, really, what, if you go for a whole weekend, what else can you do for $35 for a whole weekend? You're obviously going to go there to shop. Uh-huh. You're going to see a bunch of celebrities, if you're into that. And you can sit sure. on free spotlight panels. and Well, you're paying to see the spotlight panels, but you can sit down, go all the panels, see all the outdoor activities. I mean, it's it's relatively cheap entertainment. It really is. And there is constantly stuff going on. Like, there are times between, like, major panels, but even when there's not a major celebrity panel going on, there are smaller panels and exhibits and all sorts of things going on during the entire course of the day. This really is a true event. And even if there's not anything that you want to watch at that moment, at that point, it's time to hit the exhibitor hall. And see what people are selling and see what people are trading. And uh, I hear it's a good place to get some Christmas shopping done. Yeah, oddly enough, we're just a few weeks away from Christmas. And, oh, man. Yeah, it's it's definitely something I'm going to be doing to uh, I actually uh, got to find something for my Reddit Secret Santa. Yeah. I haven't done that yet because it just started. I got my, uh, my assignment, so I need to find actually her something. And uh, she's a big geek, so it's definitely going to be a place that I find something for her. Yeah. So what I think the bread and butter of the show are going to be are the people that you don't recognize their name, but you would recognize them if you saw them. Like, case in point, Alan Oppenheimer. I'm sure there are people that are like, oh, Alan Oppenheimer. But the vast majority of people were probably like me, and they were like, who? Who is this again? And you start reading, and he's like, oh, my God. Character actor, voice actor. Yeah, voice actor. And, you know, he... uh, he was the original voice of um, a bunch of people from He-Man. He did Skeletor. Skeletor. He did Man-at-Arms. He did pretty much every voice on the entire uh, never-ending story movie. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, this dude, you haven't heard of him, but if you're our age, he voiced your childhood. Like, he was literally the voice between behind so many things. And if you check on his page, PhoenixComicCon.com, you can click on Alan Oppenheimer. It goes as far back as he was uh, a Nazi in Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also played uh, characters in uh, Next Gen, and uh, it looks like DS9 and uh, and Voyager. I mean, I, I didn't know that, and I'd have to go find these episodes to really know to what he did. Voice actor in a lot of video games, including some Fallout stuff, and uh, God of War 2 and Soldier of Fortune 2. Jeez. 
So, yeah, th this is what I'm talking about. And we're just glancing over this right now. Like, I could literally talk to you about never-ending story for a solid half hour easy. But we're not <laughs> going to do that today because we have plenty of other stuff to talk about. Uh, another person, Julian Richings, uh, been on TV uh, in The Death of Supernatural, Benjamin and Orphan Black, Otto and the... Uh, Stephen King's uh, Kingdom Hospital. So uh, another guy that's been in a ton of stuff, X-Men 3, Q, Percy Jackson. Uh, but I wouldn't recognize him by name. No. And it's just like uh, people like, let's see, Melody Britt. Melody Britt. Well, name is that? Name no means clue. nothing to me. I have no clue. I have an action figure, though, for a voice <laughs> that she did. Yep. She was the voice of Shira. It's in a box. I refuse to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. I promise you, it is purely for display. Or how about Tom Cook, a name that you probably haven't heard of, but he's animated a lot of the things that we've talked about, including He-Man, including Smurfs, including Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, just uh, an endless amount of cool stuff. And he's actually going to be on an animation panel with a bunch of different artists. Uh, talking all about their craft during this. And it'll also be in a spotlight with both Melody and Tom Cook talking about, hopefully, 80s cartoons, which were the best. They were pretty awesome. Yeah, it's nothing like today. Because I, I think there's a spotlight for, what, Saturday morning cartoons? It's probably what I was just looking at. I don't know how true this is, but I heard that He-Man was so commercialized that they actually had the figures made before they had the cartoon made. Like they were actually, <laughs> the cartoon was literally a vehicle to sell the action figures. Jeez. No, I had no idea. And but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many of the action figures you had back then, but uh, I had several. Yes. Yeah. It's like I had the He-Man where the battle axe, if you hit his chest, it would like it, turn damaged. Yeah, it had the one damage and you hit yeah. it again and then it had two. I had the battle tracks that like then flipped around and then uh, went. How'd it go? It, it works well for radio. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the battle tracks I had, you know, you had the Cringer and then you had the... Uh, the panther that uh, apparently Skeletor was supposed to sit on that I don't even remember from the episodes, yeah. but I bought anyways because it was a He-Man action figure. How about Mossman, the one that literally stunk? No, I didn't know one literally stunk. Yeah, like it was literally scented. <laughs> no, no, they had another guy that was a, it was he was a water gun. You filled him full of water and you pressed down on his head and he spit water. <laughs> and they had another guy that had suction cup hands. Yeah, I think I remember that one. Uh, it's funny. Most of them, you could guess their names yeah. just by what they look like, like Moss Man. <laughs> yeah, he's just Moss. <laughs> but but then but then like, what was the name of the guy whose neck extended? It wasn't Neck Man <laughs> or Giraffe Man. Neck Door. Neck door. <laughs> <laughs> don't remember me. I don't remember. I remember what he looked like and what he could do, but uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, going on, uh, Gareth David Lloyd. I mean, I don't know anything about him, but uh, just reading through, he's best known for uh, appearances in Torchwood and Doctor Who. Again, never really got into Torchwood when it first aired. See, I was a huge Torchwood fan, and the death of... Okay, uh, it, it, this happened so long ago. <laughs> there are, If it's older than like two or three years, spoiler alerts are off the table. Yeah. Agreed? Yes. If you're listening to this show, if it happened more than through two years ago, spoiler After alerts. all the crap that you gave me and my previous co-host on my old show hey, for spoilers. you were spoiling crap that happened weeks ago. 
that's a debate for another time. <laughs> you know, if if you spoil Godzilla saying he wrecks the city, I'm okay with that. <laughs> when doesn't he wreck the city? <laughs> exactly. But uh, but yeah, if there's a there there is a statute of limitations. But uh, he played Nyanto, which was yeah. one of the more tragic character deaths I had ever seen. No, outside of uh, oh, that Serenity movie. Oh, that Serenity movie. Speaking of Serenity, uh, Sean Marr, the doctor from the Serenity yes. movies. Uh, the Serenity Show will be there. Who has been in other things? Which I will. Oh, Warehouse 13 and The Mentalist. Yeah. Right. I, I always dug Warehouse 13. I like that whole Eureka universe. Yeah. No, I never, never watched it, unfortunately. There's just so much stuff to watch. And that's one of the things that we'll commit to. Well, at least I'll commit to. I'm not going to speak. Oh, sure. But once we get to the big convention, Phoenix Comic Con 2016, and they slowly announce people. I will commit to this. If it's on Netflix or Hulu, I'll check it out. Yeah, we'll check it out. We'll do our research a little bit further. This is more of a high-level overview. And I can't believe I used that because that's such a corporate thing to say. Oh, high-level? High-level overview of what you're doing. Are we shifting a paradigm that I'm not aware of? No. Josh, do we have synergy? Is there synergy right now? Oh, no, no, no. So who else? do we got who haven't we talked about? are we being agile <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the needful um <laughs> i hate that too uh let's see morgan shepherd another guy that even if you saw his face you might be like i don't know he what has i know been him in from. so much yeah but i recognize him from uh day after tomorrow yep i recognize him as uh, and it's pictured here the uh he was the romulan senator in nemesis yep the one that was uh, it was uh, he was talking to uh oh gosh i just had a brain fart on who tom hardy was that character bane <laughs> bane, <laughs> bane in star trek that'd be awesome <laughs> pretty cool mashup i could see that how would he talk though <laughs> can you do a good bane no no i cannot either and i'm not even going to try on this show <laughs> no we'll we'll get rich bergen to call in. he can do a decent yes bane. he can do a good one uh let's see but this might also be uh you know we're gonna speak to our generation yeah and you can kind of get a feel what what our generations uh where we lie because we're like yeah he-man yeah smurfs yeah that's our generation but like especially uh morgan shepherd he goes back further like 1975 with sherlock holmes i don't have a lot of knowledge with that but I'm sure that we'll, we will hopefully at some point have listeners that's been like, weren't they mentioning, uh, you know, him on Broadway in 66? Yeah. Well, everybody's going to know these people from other shows, other anything. Because, I mean, the, the levels of actors now, they don't just do on screen. They also do a lot of voice acting. I, mean, I did not realize that he was the narrator for Civ 5. <laughs> I did not know that either. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense now. Yeah, so he's the narrator that's not Leonard Nimoy. So yeah, when yeah, that's not Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> Rest your soul now, Leonard Nimoy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He's he's another one. We had a discussion a while back. Obviously not on this show because it's brand new. Yes, Phoenix Con Men is yeah. what you're listening to. <laughs> um, we had a discussion about people that we should record them saying every word in the entire Oxford English Dictionary so we could stitch together them saying anything later on for narration purposes like james earl jones like uh morgan freeman morgan freeman and i think leonard neboy should have been in that list yes he should uh patrick stewart would be a good one i love listening to audiobooks from patrick stewart yep um uh shoot um gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> william shatner is what i was thinking about 
I just had a complete brain fart. I was like, no, that's not what I was I don't know. Just as long as you can keep him from being too William Shatner-y. <laughs> well, he's not doing anything Star Trek related. He actually does a pretty good uh, audiobook recording. He oh, really yeah? does. So Helm and uh, Patrick Stewart both are great at audiobook recordings. Uh, let's see. Who do we got left? Let's see. We talked about the first row and the second row. We didn't mention Elena Huffman. We did not mention Elena Huffman, did we? I haven't opened that up yet. She's she's one of those people whose faces, whose Smallville, face, Stargate, yeah, face is familiar to me. Now my dad is the world's biggest Stargate man. Like he is not a sci-fi nerd. Mm. He does. He didn't even really get big into like Star Trek or anything like Star Wars. None of the heavy hitters, but. Uh, Man, Stargate, he just, like, yeah. consumed it. It was insane. He owns every every single episode. Every on variation of Stargate? Yes, oh, like Stargate, Stargate brutal. SG-1, Stargate Atlantis, Stargate Yo Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know them all, but, man, he has them. Like, he really dug that universe. That was the one bit of culture that really spoke to him. Yeah, and then she was most recently in um, Supernatural. So we got a few people from Super- Supernatural at this show. I bet there's a panel. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I just clicked <laughs> off the page. That's okay. We don't have to announce every panel. Yes, like we uh, Supernatural featuring Alana Huffington and uh, Julian Richings. Yeah. That's the Sunday at noon. Nice. Yeah, so so that's the uh, that's the bulk of the big media guests that we're going to have at the Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest from December second through the fourth through the sixth, excuse me, at the University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Once again, go to phoenixcomiccon.com. dot uh, com. You can see all the media guests and all the artists directly up front. You can purchase your tickets directly from the front page. Uh, you can view the programming on the programming tab. You can even look at hotels in the area. And check out events and check out exhibitors and everything going on. There's uh, maps for parking. There's the hours. Uh, registration opens at Friday at 9 o'clock um, in the morning. And uh, Saturday and Sunday at 8 a.m. And the uh, event shuts down around 7 p.m. Friday and Saturday. And Sunday closes around 5 o'clock in the evening because some of us have to go home and work the next day to volunteer. Sure. We can't stay forever. Sorry to say. Yeah. So... Forgot where I was going with that. Lost well, lost my train of thought. Well, oh, well, yeah. No, I, I am pretty confident that the attendance from this will easily outpace a Coyotes game if everything <laughs> I hear about the, the, the Phoenix Coyotes is true. And that's sad because I really enjoy going to the Coyotes game. But, yeah, yeah you're right. It, it could be uh, it could be pretty close to outpacing it easily. Um, some differences between this year and last year, uh, based on my experience, is that there's going to be um, – more outdoor activities that are better quality, meaning not yeah. a lot of uh, big uh, bouncy gems and stuff like that this time. There's more quality programming this time. Um, those that came last time, it was a little bit light. Uh, everybody missed that, but we threw that event together in less than three months last Which year. Which is insane. Insane. This year, we had a whole year to plan for it. <laughs> so uh, it's better quality programming. You can expect that. There's more panels, uh, obviously. Um, they changed some of the layout this year. Uh, they moved the costuming group uh, away uh, to make the traffic flow uh, better. They got 
more food vendors. I know food trucks were a huge issue last year. We only had two, and one of them was an ice cream truck. Oh, well, I mean, you got your bases covered. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be, I believe, at least Was five... the second one a taco truck? <laughs> Tacos and ice cream. It was busy. Um, but uh, they, they'll they have at least five trucks this time outside. And then they still have the food vendors on the inside, um, and they expanded it to have more seating. That's always been a big complaint at any event is more seating, more seating, more seating. They've heard you. They put more seating in yeah. because people get tired. People want to hang out all day. They just don't want to stand all day. Even though we're in a stadium surrounded by seating, we can't use those seats. Yeah. Unfortunately. So we're down on the exhibit hall floor and there's more seating down there. So that had to be the happiest food vendor ever last year. You think? He, he had to be swamped. <laughs> yeah, he was. It was completely packed. It's like, yeah, I'm the only guy out here. Yeah. yeah. It was a long line. But I would imagine he probably ran out of food at some point. <laughs> it wouldn't have surprised me. I was up there, and I got food just about every day from there now to think about it. Do you guys have trouble getting food trucks there? Or? Well, that's just it. It was the first fan fest. Yeah. So Glendale and the stadium were like, well, we don't know what this is really. Yeah. And we're not sure you're going to bring people. Well, they brought about upwards of over 10,000 people last year. So they proved that, yes, we, we draw people. We have a brand. These people know us from the big show that they call it. The big show. The big show where it's like 75,000 plus the past two years in downtown Phoenix. They brought it to Glendale. We brought a lot of people out to the stadium. So now the stadium's more invested in the event. Um, They know what's needed this year. That's why there's more food trucks, more options. Um, It's overall going to be a much better event, even though last year's was quality planning in such a short time. It's going to get better. So definitely come out. It's definitely more family friendly. It's free parking, a lot of emphasis on cosplaying, uh, and of course a lot of emphasis on shopping itself. I mean, this yeah. is the shopping time of year. Come out, definitely uh, find that geek item that you want to get, or have a artist, you know, commission an artist to draw something for you, or find your favorite comic book artist, author, anything. It's it's really a great experience if you haven't been out there yet. Absolutely. Well, let's take a quick break. We're going to take a breather. And when we come back, uh, we're going to have a little more information about the Fan Fest, including uh, Big Josh, a con veteran, telling us some do's and don'ts uh, if this is going to be your first Fan Fest or first con altogether. Like, first con altogether, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So stick around. You're listening to the Phoenix Con Men uh, here in Josh's house. <laughs> Peoria, <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> It is a world transformed, where things are not what they seem. It is the world of the Transformers. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. Transformers, robots in disguise. Transformers, more than meets the eye. The Transformers from Marvel Comics. DC Comics. Incredible action, astonishing adventure, the coolest heroes, the hottest heroines, and the most outrageous villains in the universe. These ain't your daddy's comic books, fanboy. DC Comics. Zap Comics, located in the mid-1990s. Welcome back to Phoenix Comment. My name is Kraft alongside Josh. Hey. 
which I assume you want to be called. Josh, Big Josh. I, no, well, really, everybody at the convention knows me as Big Josh. Big because Josh. Because we have so many Joshes. You have at least, staff. like, 12. Just in the technology department, we have four. Yeah. And that's just ridiculous. So I'm known as Big Josh there. We'll just go with Big Josh. That's standard across all podcasts. This I'm going to go with Kraft just because that's standard across all the shows I've been on. All right. Back so, to Kraft. So, so that <laughs> that works out well. It's going to be easy to keep track of us. And uh, so, so welcome back into the show. We talked a little bit about all the media stars that are going to be there. Uh, we told you that there are going to be artists, and there's a huge list of it. And honestly, if I knew more about them, I would be happy to sit around and talk about it. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot, and it really it is. And we're trying to keep this uh, at least to a manageable uh, time frame for our uh, show runtime. And uh, yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah. Uh, so as they are released going into the big show in June, yes, we will probably talk more about those guests. Absolutely. Um, so we are going to uh, forego talking about them. Now, if you're listening to the show so far and you're interested uh, in uh, joining us as a participant of the con, if you want to purchase tickets, once again, phoenixcomiccon.com is how you get tickets for FanFest, and it's also how you will get tickets for the big show yeah, happening in June. You yes. can get it online, and that's what we're going to be talking about after the first of the year. If you want to be even more of a participant, if you're looking to be part of the artist gallery, if you're looking to be a vendor, you can also go to phoenixcomiccon.com, and you can click on the tab that says Exhibitors and Artists and go down to Information. And honestly, at this point, it's probably a waiting list. Yes, uh, at least to my knowledge, if you're an exhibitor in the exhibit hall, there's definitely still a waiting list, I believe, for both shows. Uh, just be patient. That's really all that could be said. Uh, and just get on your list and see what happens. Now, if you're in a food truck and you want to be a food truck <laughs> vendor, send samples care of Big Josh and Kraft, and we, we can get you the address for that. Yes, we must <laughs> sign off on all food trucks. <laughs> or we can just give you the address. You can park right outside of our house, provide samples, and we'll put in a good word for you. Yeah, we'll roll out in our office chairs because we need something comfy. We don't want to stand and just lounge out there and maybe bring a beer truck. Yeah, that's yeah. what we need. Yeah, so so basically what we're trying to tell you is going to phoenixcomiccon.com. Uh, that's the place to get all the information that you need about Comic-Con. Now, if you've listened to part of this show and you are more interested in, well, not more interested, but as interested in listening to the Phoenix Con Men podcast, you can find us on Facebooks right now at uh, facebook.com forward slash phoenixconmen. <laughs> another facebook page another think, facebook page but think, it's the easiest way to dole out information and we will be running in conjunction with uh the the phoenix comic-con page we'll probably parrot a lot of information but i'm hoping i'm really hoping fingers crossed uh that we'll be able to provide additional content on top of everything that the comic-con's already providing yeah we're kind of getting this all together now and right now both of us are volunteers for the convention, so it's kind of busy on top of our personal lives, on top of our professional lives. So any spare time we have, which is not a whole lot, we're trying to put this show together plus, you know, whatever else we're working on. Raising a family, yeah. you know, <laughs> dumb stuff like that. Dumb stuff like that. Just things getting away. So, yeah, it, as we get into January and as we um, get guests a little bit at a time, it'll be a little more organized. We'll be a little more knowledgeable. And, you know, fingers crossed, <laughs> knocked on wood, I, I hope in some point in the future that we can do 
um, some interviews, some Q&As, some special things like that. Maybe get some inside info from some of our directors and managers, you know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, they have liked us on Twitter, and uh, they, Excellent. Did, <laughs> they did like our announcement that we made when I... Uh, Wait, we have a Twitter? Uh, uh, did I say... I mentioned it on my Twitter account and the... Phoenix, well, that's because I know... Do we have? Do we need a Twitter? Not right now. I, I don't care about a Twitter. Maybe we'll reserve the name, but I, I am not a tweeter. A tweeter? We will figure it out as we go. We'll talk to our marketing manager at the con and see what she says. Because she's the one that liked it and we're buds. Yeah. To, to see what they'll allow, even at that. Yes. Yes. We, we will work with them. And like, like I said, we'll abide by our volunteer agreement and not release any confidential information. I haven't signed one yet. <laughs> but you will <laughs> whenever you show up this week you're in you yeah so, sign it. so we can't promise anything i might they they might listen to the show and be like you yeah, know <laughs> shut it down <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> you know you know how you put a logo in that you might be affiliated with us no no that's no. not <laughs> taking that <laughs> happening <laughs> And they can contact us. How? What's our email address do we got? Uh, PhoenixComment at gmail.com. Yes, we do have an email address. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I haven't checked it yet. No. It's probably, it's got to have some kind of spam in there already. Uh, yeah, welcome to Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> That's the spam already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, did you pick the light side or the dark side on Google yet? Uh, no. Yeah. It, it, I forgot where I went, but I picked the light side. And now all of my stuff is uh, Rebel Alliance Star Trek themed. Like, I log into Gmail, and there's a big pack. So you just got link. me for BSG, and you said Rebel Alliance Star Trek theme. They're Star Wars. Ah, yeah. yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> you got yours. You That's got right. yours. right. <laughs> no, I mean, this, it's Pardon just completely me. Star Wars bonanza right now. Oh, with it's everything nuts. Going on. And, mean, you know, the funny thing is, it's not even new Star Wars. They're, they're cramming old Star Wars <laughs> down our throat right on top of it. Uh, I, I'm excited for the new movie, but geez, I'm getting a little Star Wars out already with every every sponsorship they have. I mean, uh, Taco Bell, the Seven Eleven's probably still got something. They sponsor everything. It's oh, that's completely let, ridiculous. Let me tell you some of the things that happened. So I thought it was just going to change my theme on Gmail. No, the loading bar is now a lightsaber. And it even commandeered my Google Maps on my phone. So I put in the address to your house to give me directions from my work. And I was an X-Wing. You were an- <laughs> I didn't ask it to. It just it was like, you're an X-Wing now. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit much. But, you know, going into the big show, maybe, possibly. Who knows? They could get some big guest. We just don't know yet. Uh, can, we get, can we get the droid? Can it be the, droid. the little spinny that ball droid kind of awesome. just kind of running around on the floor? That would be pretty badass. Yeah. If you have any guests that you're interested in that you haven't seen yet, you know, little known people. We were just talking about Miles O'Brien or Cole Meany because <laughs> we had to look it up because we both had a brain fart. I love his character. Um, but I request it just about every chance I get. I'm like, I want to see him at Phoenix Comic Con. You go to the site, you can put m- as many guests as you would like to see on your wish list, and they will try to do it. And going into the big show, they, they have dedicated staff now to getting quality guests. So yeah. especially for the big show, they're going to hopefully have a huge announcements coming up. So I don't know anything. I'm just speculating I want to get people excited. For I sure. want Dolph Lundgren dressed as He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Back to He-Man again. But, but only if he wears the costume. Otherwise, I don't care. <laughs> Jeez. That would be pretty epic. I'd like that a lot. Yeah. So, if you want to volunteer like Kraft and I have, guess where you can go? 
God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> but it has been fun. Yes. No, I, the, there's a couple things you do. Just check out more details on the site. And I know we're pimping the site a lot. That's because there's a lot of information, and that's where you can get it. But starting in January, they reset for the next event, and you, in January, uh, they will start the next all-hands meetings for the big show. If you're interested, just show up. Uh, we have an all-hands meetings where our director talks to us, gets us psyched up. I love Matt, our director. He is just somebody you want to work for. He is. He is very energetic. Energetic. He loves what he does. He uh, Just his energy, his vibe just rubs off easily, and you want to work for him and volunteer. And, you know, I, I'm a manager for the tech department, so I put in a lot of hours as is. This is uh, Kraft's first show. Sounds like, and, you know, he's been helping me a lot. He wants to get heavily involved, so he'll probably. Let's, let's, let's say this. This is Kraft's first con Ever. Ever. Well, this was technically... No, I went to other cons before I came here, now that I think about it. But it's one I was heavily involved with first, and I love doing it. Um, like I said, Matt is just somebody you want to work for, and it rubs off. Maybe uh, we'll get secret buttons made, yeah. and we can have the con <laughs> men group. Hey, you never know. They have the uh, the Blue Ribbon, uh, Blue Army, Ribbon Army, who's just basically a fan of a group of the convention. Yeah. So, yeah, we might do something Ooh, with them. Who apparently like to party and drink. Yeah, so uh, Matt has his big all-hands meeting, then we break out in department meetings, and if you're interested in volunteering, you'll go into those department sessions and say, hey, I'm new, I want to volunteer, what can I do? And they need anybody that can do anything. If you have no skills, we'll teach you. Yeah. I, I we have a small mentoring program in the tech department. We got a 16 year old kid whose mother approached me, and she's like, "He's he loves robotics." Yeah, we got the robotics kid. Yeah, the robotics kid. And he's like, he loves technology. He wants to kind of see what you guys do, and maybe talk to some of you guys because really, this is a great way to meet people and network with people, not just for the same interests, but in a professional setting too. Like, I, I've met people that worked at Wells Fargo. They work for Amex, they work for Intel, GoDaddy, and that's just a lot of the companies here. Uh, I work for General Motors. I mean, you work for SkyTouch Technology. Yeah, I wanted to make sure you wanted to say it. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's all right. (laughs) Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's a great way to network, make professional connections. You make a lot of friends. I got tons of people that I love to hang out with, especially at the conventions now. It's like a big summer camp every time we have an all-hands meeting to say hey. So, yeah. All hands meetings, startups, stay tuned to social media, Facebook page for Comic-Con, the volunteer site uh, of the uh, PhoenixComicCon.com. They'll have the dates and times and where you need to go. It's always at the convention center, but it's always in a different location, west, north, or south building. So just stay tuned to that. A word of caution, though, that Starbucks next to it's been awfully disappointing the last couple times I've went. Man, during the convention, though, they roll. Oh, yeah. But when we're there and there's other conventions going on, they just God, don't care. It's like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and there's like 15 people in line. And you're like, I want iced coffee. How long does that take? <laughs> and they got like four baristas back there. I don't get it. Yeah. I, you know, there used to be a McDonald's in St. Louis that they always had like 20 people working and they were always rushing around and it was still slow. <laughs> it was like, I think they're cooking. It's all about the appearance, man. No, I, th- I think they're cooking meth. Like, <laughs> whatever Jeez. they're doing, they're not making Big Macs. <laughs> <laughs> so that's everything if you want to volunteer. Now, you mentioned do's and don'ts. Yeah. So, so this is my, technically, this is going to be my uh, first convention. And, you know, the first day I'm there, uh, I'm not technically working. So I, I don't know what to expect and what to do and what not to do. 
and I would appreciate it if you could give me kind of a heads up. Well, I think you've done a very awesome job at promoting the PhoenixComicCon.com website. Yeah. <laughs> really, there is so much information to give out, and you don't have access to the program guide till you get on site. But it's already online. All the programming, the schedule is there, all the uh, spotlights, the times that are there, any information like the hours of operation, parking, if you're an exhibitor, all that information's on there. Oh, there's even crazy stuff. Like, let's say I'm dressing up as somebody and I have a sword. Am I allowed to bring it? And yes. there is a costume weapons policy. Yes, they have the uh, peacekeepers, peacemakers. Anyway, peace bonding procedure. Peace bonding. Thank you. That to where you just walk up to, and it's it's actual you know security and police. They check your weapon, make sure that you know this is not going to be loaded or. This is not a you know super dangerous weapon, and they will put a. <laughs> it's part of the costume, man. No, that's an AR-15. <laughs> yeah, so they have to zip tie it. You have to check it in. That's the only thing they really do. Uh, I'm not sure if there's going to be bag checks or not at this event. That keep going back and forth. Plus, with the uh, the way the world is now, since the Paris right. attacks, and stuff. Let, let's say this: but, if there's a bag check, there's a reason for it. Yeah, yes. it sucks a little bit, but your safety is what everyone has in mind. So don't flip out over it. Yeah, so that's one thing for the do's and don'ts. Don't overpack. If you do overpack and you have a bunch of bags you're going to try to carry in, be patient. They're going to check them, and they're not likely not going to just dig through big time and take everything out like they do, like a TSA checkpoint. Unless you're wearing a ski mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's... If you've been through the checkpoint at the stadium during a football game, it's going to be like that. They stick their checkpoint stick in there and they sh move things around with their stick and then they just shoot you on if everything looks good that's what they're going to do so that's one thing you can do is pack lightly if you can they will check things going in and yes if you get a membership and you start going in and out in and out they may check you multiple times just be patient be nice come on it's just part of the just part of a bag check it may happen i don't know if it's going to be there but if it is just you know be patient uh what else uh if <laughs> look if you've never been to a convention before, uh, you're going to do a lot of walking. No, oh, it yeah. doesn't matter if there's plenty of seating. You're going to do a lot of wear comfy shoes. I'm not talking about sandals and stuff. You're walking on concrete floor. Flip flops and sandals are typically not that comfortable for long periods of time, especially on hard surfaces. That's Unless you got some good ones, <laughs> you have to invest in some good ones. Yes, I've got some good ones. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you dress comfortably because uh, you know during the big show it's a little warm. Well, during this show, it could get a little bit chilly. Yeah. And you could get some of the brand new hoodies that the merchandise uh, team is going to have. And yes, I'm promoting the merchandise team. Shut up. Uh, that it, they, I'm not arguing with it. <laughs> uh, you know, they, we were like, who the hell's going to buy a hoodie in Phoenix? But everyone's really excited about the hoodies. Yeah, you know, they announced the hoodies. And they're, they're on the merchandise page. They're going to have FanFest hoodies there. I, I guess it makes sense because a hoodie is their equivalent of a thick winter coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's as bundled up as you ever need to be in this city. Yeah, so uh, definitely dress appropriately for the weather. Um, what else? Uh don't be late to the spotlight panels or anything like that. Don't oh, be, be that guy walking don't be in that guy. 15 minutes after it Get starts. Get there early. Trying to shuffle in past people getting a seat. Yeah, and don't save seats for people that aren't there. Get there all at the same time. Be, be courteous. Please do. That's just rude when you save a bunch of seats for somebody and then they don't show up. And then there's empty seats beside you because only a couple of the people you saved for showed up. Don't be late that's one of the irritating things. The panel or spotlight starts and it's like 10 minutes into it. And somebody kind of walks in. 
they do police that somewhat, but still, yeah. don't be that person. Please don't. Um, if you're getting a photo op or an autograph op, uh, be patient. The lines can be long, and there can be technical difficulties. Yeah. There is, a, uh, you know, both Kraft and I work for the technology department. There's a whole department <laughs> devoted to this convention to where at the big show, we have well over 200, 300 people in that department alone. The photo booth is an impressive site on the technology side. Things break. You have computers. It doesn't matter what it is, your Macs, your PCs. Things break sometimes. If it goes down, just be patient. They will get it up and going again. We're all professionals that volunteer to help this event out. So we know what we're doing. By the by, let's take a second to pimp the photo booth because check this out. You pay to get your photo taken. You meet the celebrity, you get your photo taken. How many days do I have to wait for my picture? Days? You're talking just a few minutes. Exactly. This That's... convention is probably best known for getting you your photo basically within minutes after you've taken it. That means when you take your photo with like, you know, I got my photo taken with the BSG crew, uh, Mary McDonald, uh, Kara Thrace. Uh, they don't even let you go. No, they don't let you go. Almost. You don't. Yeah. And Edward, uh, Edward, Edward James Almos and uh, Katie Sackhoff and my mom. <laughs> no, literally his mom. Yeah, my mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I went through, and this is at the big show. By the time we got to the corral area, we just stood there for like 30 minutes. I'm like, watch this, mom. And they just handed me my picture. They yeah. don't do that in a lot of places at the conventions around the country and the world. Do they even let you go? They they you, don't let you go. You pretty you get much get your picture taken. You get it within just a few minutes. That and way, there's no arguments or discrepancies. You're you don't go away picture. and then come back and forget about it. That was one of the things that they worked on and did a tremendous job before. You know, this is just a few years ago where they would have just tables with pictures just spread out and people were supposed to come pick them up and they never would. They forget about it or like. I'm tired. I don't want to wait for this. And they would just leave. Yeah. And you paid good money for that. Yeah, so why would you want a picture? Yeah. So, and that's wasted money for us too. I mean, you know, that's a lot of printed pictures. So, uh, yeah, they don't let you go. And it's a, it's a impressive site. Uh, but again, be patient if things break, it does happen. Things go down. Things have to be rebooted. Sometimes there might be something that it's like, Oh man, it calls a blue screen. It does happen sometimes. So oh, be patient. And this might be intriguing to some people. You even get, Autographs immediately. Yes, <laughs> it's amazing. How you do it. Yeah, you don't uh, have to wait at all for them. Yeah, but you know, for all these opportunities and stuff, just make sure that you either have your barcode or QR codes, uh, depending on the convention, whether it's barcodes or QR codes. Um, print it out. Make sure that it's legible on your paper. If you have it on your phone, make sure your <laughs> your phone screen is clean because that does make a difference. Um, have all that stuff ready. You know, don't try to hold up the lines and, you know, things like that. I mean, everybody's online for the same reason you are. You're excited to be there. You want to get in there. Just, you know, don't hold things up. Uh, what else is Can there? I drop my kids off and let them run loose? Uh, we do. We're not a daycare. <laughs> <laughs> there may be areas where you might want to do that, and that this is not going to be one of them. It's too big of a facility to do that. Make sure that you have your kids with you. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, tether them to you, but if you, if you have kids that like to wander, you know, make sure that they know that if they're near a cosplayer, especially tell them not to touch the cosplayer. Yeah. Because their costumes, they spend a lot of time on their, on their setup. Oh, oh, let's, let's, let's not forget the, a lot of money that they spent on that as well. Potentially a lot of money too. And a lot of it's probably custom. A lot of it's, you know, 
you know, very custom made to them. You know, if you want, if let them offer to be hugged and stuff, don't just run up to them and hug them or hang on to them or, you know, touch any of their stuff unless they give you permission to. And that's another thing. And this is a thing that they very heavily emphasize is that cosplay is not consent that, you know, if you see a sexy Harley Quinn and there's going to be plenty of them out there, a sexy Deadpool, those are out there too. Yep. Too. I mean. Or somebody that's dressed up as, um, you know, Jason Mimosa or something like that. Some yeah. dude. Just because they're like that, it doesn't give you permission to hoot and holler at them. It's like, woo, yeah, that type stuff. You, you know, don't feel up on them. I mean, you know, just because it's like that and we're in this type of setting, that's, that's sexual harassment. That's, you know, don't do that. It's not good to do that. You know, just <laughs> be mindful. Be respectful of everyone. Yeah. Um. Volunteers are going to get tired because some of us are going to spend a lot of time there. Um, you know, it is a customer service that we provide. It is an experience that we provide. Things happen sometimes that may frustrate you, but, you know, be patient with everybody. That's all we ask. We want you to have fun. We're going to do everything we can to give you the best experience possible. If something happens in, like, the registration area, your barcode's not scanning in or whatever, you know, just be patient with us again. Um yeah, that's me that's going to be helping you out. Yeah, and if you find that you, you know, the whole cosplay is not consent thing, if you see something going on, report it. There's going to be people around. There's going to be security around. There's going to be people with radios around. If you see something that may concern you, report it. Definitely report it. Be mindful of your surroundings, definitely. Yeah. Uh, What else? Uh, Stay hydrated. Drink a lot of water. Yeah, always stay hydrated if you can. Um, you, especially if you're new to the Phoenix area, if you're traveling for this con, you do not even realize how quickly you dry out here. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, check out the maps that they have provided on a website for the stadium. Uh, you're going to want to come to the big two at the stadium for registration. And that's also where the only entry point is, um, parking is free. That's the one big benefit about FanFest. That's huge. That yeah, compared to the big show where it's downtown. Yeah, which no is free impossible. Parking. Yeah, well, and, you might be able to find some free parking, but it's not close. But it's also this is a very easy place to get to. Yes. There's not it's not obscured by a ton of tall buildings or anything. The University of uh Phoenix Stadium is very prominent in the background and all the exits are marked with that name too. Yeah, it's very easy to get to. Now, one thing that I hear a lot about is like especially in this metro area is that it's too far for me to get to. If you're in Mesa or in the East Valley, it's too far for me. You can spend maybe a good 45 minutes to an hour driving there. Yeah, I get it. There's other smaller conventions that might, you know, tickle your fancy, satisfy the geek need. What else can you do for an hour drive and do all day? Hell, you could listen to this on your way there. Yeah, <laughs> really. Saturday's the big day for just about any convention. Just come on out. I mean, really, that's all you can do. I mean, it's like thirty dollars if you get it online, thirty-five at the door. That's for all event. It might be shoot. You, you know what they need to do? You need to treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a Saturday, all day Saturday, it's twenty bucks if you buy it now. But at the at the door, it's going to be twenty-five. What else can you do all day for that? Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff going on inside and outside the stadium. Plus, you know, if you're not familiar with the area, there are other things to do. There is no Kaido game, I believe, that weekend, unfortunately. <laughs> There's no what? No Kaido's game. Well, 
Maybe they could have it and they just wouldn't even notice it. (laughs) (laughs) Why are all the people showing up for this game? (laughs) Yeah, and there's going to be some off-site programming at the uh, Renaissance. So uh, definitely, and that's really, uh, I can't stress enough, check out the website beforehand. When you get there, you're going to get a nice programming guide. And we have some nice, high-quality programming guides. Let me show you. Let me show Nick one of ours. Oh, one of our cool, nice programming guides. Yeah. You so, got it there somewhere. Ooh, yeah, this fancy. is from the big show. Yeah, and um, it's real It's real detailed. It's real informative. It's got the entire programming schedule in there. I know these people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's one thing that you might see that's different coming up is that uh, licensing of like Marvel and DC characters, uh, they're starting to crack down on that. So from what I am told, the Blaze character that was created at FanFest last year is going to be more prominent as a brand for both conventions. So definitely look out for that. That should be pretty interesting to see. Yeah. So, no, this is very nice. It's got all the panel events, descriptions of them, exactly where they're at, when they're at, so you know exactly what you're getting into. Because at any one time, even at the uh, Fan Fest, uh, you're going to find that there's like at least two or three things going on. Yeah, and you'll be able to pick these uh, actual programming guides up at registration or as you're going into the exhibit hall, and there's going to be stacks of them. They never run out. You'll definitely be able to get one as a, uh, a keepsake, a memento. Yep. And then you can look back and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I missed this. <laughs> and I missed that as well. Yeah. Dagnabbit. Also, make sure to keep your patience with the brand new Phoenix Comic Con show. This is our first show, and I'm sure we're going to kind of adjust our formatting as we go through. If you have any suggestions, comments, if you'd like to drop us a line, uh, just send us a note to uh, phoenixconmen at gmail.com. Also, um, the Phoenix Comic Con and the Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest are going to be our primary concerns. That's what we're going to talk about first and foremost. But we are also going to talk about other cons going on in the area, in the Phoenix area, uh, in the Southwest area. If it's somewhere I can get to during a weekend, uh, it's definitely worth us talking about. So if you have any news or want to share some information about a con local to you or a con near and dear to your heart, uh, again, send us an email, phoenixconmen at gmail.com, and uh, we'll do our best to talk about that as well. Yep. That's really all I have to say is yep. Yeah. That's well said. (laughs) And, you know, I I think uh, unless you have anything else, I think that's a good place to end our inaugural show. Yes. And we will be back in January. Yeah, we have plenty of holiday fans. Uh, Josh especially has uh, been putting an insane amount of time and effort into this and probably just needs a break uh, from the Phoenix Comic Con logo. If he sees it again, his blood might boil after this weekend. Yeah, come next Monday, I'm completely shut down for at least... A week. Oh, sure. You're going to be like, I hate this con. Well, that's just <laughs> it. Because things the way that they're shifting now, because we actually have offices in a nice warehouse, I'm still going to have to do stuff next week. It's, We're going to have to inventory. Oh, sure. Week. Yeah. But and, then after that, I'm in Virginia. I don't care until I come back uh, in January. <laughs> I imagine that doing something like this is a lot like having a baby. Immediately after you were like, this is the worst idea in the world. <laughs> but then after a few years, you're like, I could have another kid because you kind of forget about everything you suffered. Through. Hey, that's exactly right. I'll give you that. That's exactly right. It's like, oh, this again. <laughs> and then managing all the volunteers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot of fun. I highly encourage it. Uh, come on out. Volunteer if you can uh, because these conventions just can't happen. Volunteers, we have tremendous volunteers at this convention. Absolutely. 
All right. So we hope you all enjoy FanFest. We hope to see you out there, even though you don't know what we look like and we don't know what you look like. <laughs> look for a tall Sasquatch. Even saying that, you're probably going to mistake <laughs> Chewbacca for a Sasquatch. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, for Mr. Josh Dick. For uh, Nick Crafter. Yeah. That's Phoenix Con, man. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> <laughs>